episode 83 about to kick off man we got a special guest pain you know what i'm saying if you're in orlando you definitely heard that name and if not you better get familiar you know what i mean multi-talented individual not only an artist but a businessman entrepreneur creative photographer you know what i mean um jack of all trades man but before we get into the conversation with pain here i want to play his new single called mirror Make sure you check it out, all streaming platforms. You know the motherfucking vibes, man. This is Pain with Mirror. International, pulling my out of darkness, yeah, out of my apartments. Removal game on acetone, lose your polish, lose your thumb. Don't be fraudulent, hold your glow. They can knock me out my zone, they can match my soul. And I get here on my own. Whole world ride for the kid. Just know that I'm back and I'm way more legit. I always was, but I gotta show it. In this crazy world, but they only post pics. Man, I carry cities on my back, they forget. Mr. Manhattan grew up from a jig. And then he came back and now look what he did. Brought all the accolades back to the crib. And now you gotta see his shit. I'm your mirror, face your shit. Every time I come around. If you feel it, make the switch. Every time I come around. Don't be angry, fix your mood. Whenever I come around. Swear the pain made me a different guy. Now I'm styling, they profiling, raise my gaze in the sunshine state. Plus my daddy straight out of them islands. We never vest, we just stick to the time. It's spiritual living for guidance. Never put too much in science, everything iry. Make your whole lifetime stop like Myers. If I'm lying, I'm frying, but I'm in the sky like a motherfucking titan. On my horizon, roaring a lion, a tiger, a bear. Whatever you hear, just know I am near, but no need to fear. My purpose is perfectly clear. Put it on wax to get wax out your ear. Brought that shit back to the back, to the back of the field. Hippies are high and they lacking the skill. Steady defending the text of the fields. Never forget me in back of your bill. I ain't from Buffalo, but I be smashing those sounds like my last name was Ruffalo. They just be peeping and tweaking the government, thinking that I had a drug approach. Maybe they waiting to put something on me, cause I got an army shit, I don't know. If you ain't growing, you gotta go. If you ain't pointing, you gotta show it. And I been had the force, so I gotta glow. I've been around, so you gotta know that I've been putting it down since the 90s. Wow, I'm your mirror face of shit. Every time I come around, if you feel it, make the switch. Every time I come around, don't be angry, fix your mood. Whenever I come around, sweat up, pain made me a different dude. Whenever I come around, I'm your mirror face of shit. Every time I come around, if you feel 
sir. Episode what is this? 83 of the Cape Podcast, man. We're rolling. <laughs> Fucking rolling. Oh, yeah. We're, I don't know what we're going to do yet, but we're going crazy. Let's fly. Let's fly. But tonight, man, we got a special guest. How long have I been trying to get you on the show now? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I would say at least. <laughs> at least since 2019. At least. So, so we finally got yeah. him here, man. All right, in we got building. fucking yeah, Diesel LePain in the building. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's been a long time coming, but it had to happen. Been on some, like, wilderness in the jungle shit, even though I've been, like, in the city. I've been, like, really in the wilderness. So, like, you got to realign the chakra sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm, I'm just popping out and, and stopping at all the, all the friends first. Hell, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we appreciate you being here tonight, man. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Um, first things first, before we get into the, the meat and potatoes here, I got a little ones and twos section. Okay. I know you watch Drink Champs, so it's like, uh, what's it called? The fucking quick time is slime. I'm just going to throw two things at you. You just got to pick one. Okay. Just to, you know. Let's do it. Loosen you up a little bit. Let the listeners get to know you. Uh, but there are no repercussions if you don't, you know, there ain't no shots here. You just take got a little you. shot of tea or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> We doing that anyway. All right. So first things first, day or night? Night. Sweet or salty? Sweet. You a vegetarian? No. Tacos or burgers? Tacos. Fruit or veggies? Fruit. Uh, beach or mountains? Beach. Beach. Oh, man, no. <laughs> no. It's like all these things are like past life. Next life, True. I'm here. It's like, yeah. So really, I want to be in the mountain, like long term. Okay. Yeah. We can go mountains. Yeah. You could say both too. It's all good. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely yeah. Mountains by the beach. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> mountain overlooking a beach. Yeah. Um, sunrise or sunset? Ooh, both. Okay. See, sometimes you gotta pick both. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, I know we're sipping tea here, but you a coffee or a tea guy? Tea. Tea. Nice. You got a favorite type? Of tea. Um, nah, just anything that I need at the moment. <laughs> just knowing that like the ground can give me what I need. Yeah, that's nah, dope. It is definitely. I've been. I was started as coffee once the, my caffeine journey started, but it's definitely been leaning more towards tea. I mean, I never got into coffee like yeah. that. Like, I'm I Dominican. Mean, was, I can't help that. <laughs> and, and granted, maybe you need like the real thing. You know, like when you maybe, that Cafe Bustelo. Yeah, that's so, Cuban coffee, but that shit. She. Yeah, I probably need the real thing. But it's also. I mean, so I'm sure you know. Coffee has way more caffeine, so some people who drink tea for more of the medicinal purposes, yeah. you may not really need coffee, but now if you're drinking 10 cups of tea just for the caffeine content, you might as well drink fucking coffee. At that point. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Nah, yeah, Rook, you going to come up? Come on. Yeah, you might as well get in come the on. shot. Oh, she got a toy down there or something. You want to come up? Fuck off. All right. So we're going to tea. What about booze or buds? Buds. Oh, yeah. yeah. Indica or sativa. Uh, sativa. <laughs> See, I'm the same way. I feel like most creative people are sativa. Yeah, I'm not trying to be stuck. Yeah, sleep on the couch. Yeah. Um, hip hop or classic rock? Hip hop. Naturally. Sweetie. So on hip hop, Bad Boy or Death Row? Death Row. Okay. Um. Only because. They actually saw success as independent artists, for real. Like a lot of people. Like once they broke out individually. Yeah, like a, a lot. Yeah, of like them, not not a lot of people know who Craig Mack is. Yeah, and I and that's I love him. Yeah, you know? no, so exactly. It's like, and it's like yeah, so a lot of people under Diddy didn't really get what you know that real 
I don't know. I don't speculate on why, but whatever uh, Shug was doing, his his people were definitely getting paid, and they were definitely um, they got more getting shine what they needed out of the music. Yeah. No, he, I, mean, I mean, he said it on stage. If y'all don't want yeah. to hear yeah. dancing in the videos. Produce so. being in the videos. Yeah, yeah so. That's very true. All right, yeah. so we're going death row. They moved as a unit. Biggie didn't even like Craig Mack, man. Which is weird. Yeah, it's like y'all should have been best friends. Y'all yeah, dope. Right. Anyway, all right, Pete. <laughs> to yeah, all parties yeah. involved. Straight up. Um, Chuck Berry or Little Richard? Oh man, um, come on, sweetie. Dang, I don't know. Actually, yeah, I don't. I don't even know. I watched um, there's Cadillac Records that got Chuck Berry, and then I watched the uh, Little Richard movie that used to be on VH1. So I know a little bit about both their stories, but oh, I guess I mean I'll just say uh, I'll say both. Yeah, you can. You can I'll, I'll say both. I'll say Chuck Berry because. Like just the invention of like the dancing with the guitar and all that stuff. Like he needs his credit stylistically. For that. Yeah, the style, the style of being a, t- a yeah. guitarist. Um, but Little Richard, cause like I was gonna say him first, cause like he grew up in a church. He has like a more similar backstory to me, okay. so I can kind of connect with his whole seeing like the music industry as a way to express himself and standing on it too. Like he didn't really like let people change him, so that was dope. True. Yeah. So we're going both? Yeah, both. <laughs> yeah. They both fly for that's what they fair. did. No, exactly. And that's why some of these are tough. You know, there's no wrong answers here, man. Yeah. Hey, Rue, you good? Yeah, she, yeah, no. It's like it's like a bond being started, and I'm okay with it. It's she knows. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She knows the vibes. She's like, oh, you're on the show now. Yeah, <laughs> I like, see you got really the mic in your hand now. It's a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we're going both on those. What about Bob Marley or Beanie? Marley. Yeah. I didn't even know what you were about to say next. <laughs> yeah. Look at my shirt, man. Ah, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I'm yeah. a big But Bob, Beanie Man, yeah, absolutely. Well. But yeah, Bob Marley, like, yeah. He's like next level. He spoke to the world. He didn't even just speak to Jamaicans. Yeah, man. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he wasn't even a musician. He was more of like a... Full-on artist. Yeah. Like, he was like a, a leader. I mean, yeah, borderline prophet. If we're going to real deep. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> we're going to get real deep here. Yeah. All right, so yeah, we going, Bob. Uh, TV or movies? Movies. Okay. You got a favorite movie? Or favorite genre of movie? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think I had a favorite. It's just I like I just like the I like the experience of a movie. Um, kind of tells the whole story within yeah. this piece of film. Yeah. Granted, I'm I'm becoming a fan of like I think the the best form of content for storytelling now is like a ten episode series. Yeah, I like the these new mini series format that a lot yeah. of these things are doing. I like that they're like you could tell a good full story in that time and it's still compact. It's not. 80 seasons mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah i just don't want to spend that much life trying to catch up on a good story even if it's great it's like I no i mean that's that much time that is valid um i literally just last night i just finished um i don't know if you've seen on netflix nikki jam that uh reggaeton artist he has like mm-hmm. it's a 12 episode i think they're each an hour but it's basically a mini series and oh, it's no, about no, his no. life it's pretty nuts i just watched the uh mike one about mike tyson Oh yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. It's it's crazy. Good shit. Yeah, it's like I think eight <laughs> episodes. It, it jam packs a lot in there. Or, well, even like Last Dance. I thought that was what Last we said Mike at first. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. Me and my girl just watched the Redeem Team. You see that oh, one yeah. yet? I only I only seen the Dream team, team, but I didn't see the Redeem Team. I think we watched both, but uh, yeah, somebody just told me about that actually. I forgot who it was that just mentioned that. 
that one's just more oh sam <laughs> <laughs> yeah somebody just told me about that one i liked that i liked them both equally the the dream team was more for nostalgic purposes because that's like when we were kids yeah that's the classic the redeem team like i remember that story <laughs> I, I wasn't like that, that i wasn't like into the olympic side of basketball at the time but i do want to watch it just because like they had they weren't dominating it, it was like it was, was a real period. story behind yep, it you know so the, i want to watch that part of it because that no. was america fighting for yeah for country dominance exactly that was us standing together that was pretty cool when they do make that distinct point in the doc, which I like too, where because they all come from different teams, people got egos and shit, and they're like, "Listen, man, they got Coach K to be the coach," yeah, when he humbled the, the shit out of all of them. He's like, "Listen, yeah. man, like we are playing for our country, you know? what I mean, yeah, fuck the Lakers, than all fuck, other stuff. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's a good watch. You should check it out. Most deaf. Um, since we were talking about books earlier, you a physical book or audio book? Uh, physical so far. Uh, well, I, I'm gonna say audio book. I'm going to okay. say audio Because at this point, at, I'm not a... I, okay, so what I, I do a lot of studying. Uh-huh. And part of my studies has become playing audiobooks at like three hours into my sleep cycle. Okay. And I'm I'm waking up. So it up, plays while you're sleeping. Yeah, but at specifically at like REM. Mm, you so have it set on a timer or something? I'll play like... Uh, meditation music or something at a certain like where i know it's only three hours got you okay left and then so it's like i'll wake up even in the middle of the night in like a daze and hear still hearing it and i'm still like i'm i'm waking up knowledgeable that's awesome yes uh I, i've always heard about and i used to do it but i haven't done this in a while where like you would have the notebook next to the bed or something mm-hmm. so if you wake up with an idea or inspiration you can jot it down i try so okay so my thing with that was i never wanted to it's like I like to stay in that space between sleep and being awake. Okay. Whereas, like you know, before you fully decide, okay, I'm getting up, mm-hmm. where you just kind of like laying there. And yeah, I like to be there, and I've kind of, I, I, I don't want to say master because I don't know what the next level of it is, but I feel like I've at this current point in my life, I've mastered that space a good bit to where like, I'm, I'm retaining what I'm thinking about. I what used to happen is every time I wake up completely, I'll forget it all. Mm. As soon, like, as soon as I decide so you to wake up. You gotta stay in that, like, so in-between space. So I stay there, space. and I figure out the, the interpretations of everything, and then it's like, what's the most... And it's a fight. I'm, like, I'm in my head, mm. like, realizing, okay, dang, I almost lost that thought. And I'm, yeah. like, going down a checklist every, like, 20 seconds or something. But at the end of the day, when I wake up, it's like, all right, cool. Now I know exactly what, like, my mission is. And I, it's like I'm listening to something versus deciding something. It's almost like you're doing mental exercises. Yeah. Which is fucking... It's kind of crazy. <laughs> Probably a great idea. Yeah, man. When you really I, think like, about I might, it. Yeah, that might... Yo, I might have to, like, yeah. Because, like, I'm telling you, it's been, it's been helpful. You calisthenics <laughs> without yeah, even leaving man. bed, bro. Yeah, it's worth it. Have you heard of... Um, is it astral projection? yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah, that's, and I've tried that's almost it. where I thought you were going a little bit. It's like kind of in the same lane. It I sounds was, like I was telling the car about it. Like I had a brief, I had a brief moment where like I feel like I was starting to do it, not mm-hmm. that I was doing it on purpose or even knew what I was doing. It just naturally was. Yeah, felt it was it like happening. And then, then he told me he's like, or I was like a group of things that I was looking up at the time was telling me like you have to look, you have to visualizing this is why i said i want to start practicing my visualization more like i, I see visions of the future but it's hard for me to like visualize the now mm-hmm. in, a, in a crazy way but like the idea of like visualizing your your body 
leaving it and you have to like be in the space of seeing feeling your body on the bed but seeing your body lift mm. and it's like i i haven't gotten there yet but I've, i was feeling moments of that stretch but that's what also led me into this new wave of like how i study through the night yeah that's what got me there so it's like i haven't quite got to like the astral projection side of it but i'm definitely on like they sound parallel yeah it's like it was not it's not projection because it's like in that sense like I mean, the extent of what I heard, you can fly around the world. And yeah, this. yeah. So it's like, with this is more like, I'm still kind of more deciphering third dimensional things and just trying to live life a little bit more present. Got you. But the astral projection side seems like, when I got that situated, now let's go have Once some you fun. master that. Yeah, yeah it's like, now can... I want to go have some fun. Let me, let me, let me go to Beijing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I've heard of it. I, I watched a doc on it one time. I have never experienced it per se, but I've, I feel like I've had a dream where it, I, you know, I, I felt like it was happening, but I know I was in. If it's a dream, that might be it too. That could have been it. Yeah. Who knows? I guess uh, I'm conscious enough to know that I don't know how to like purposefully do it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, I want to, it's like, I'm trying to get takes, there. It takes pure, like, I think, disconnection from everything to get to that point though. You yeah. I have mean, to like really gotta put these things down. Yeah. Got to fucking, you know, good step into nature. Like you said, yeah. I mean, anytime you do. Uh, I mean, I don't know if like you're into camping or just getting outside, just disconnecting from this concrete jungle that we live in. I feel like you almost always feel refreshed. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Beach, mountains, whatever. That, man. Yeah. yeah, the hurricane, quick, quick snippet, man. Yeah. The hurricane, like, uh, Ian, it created like this, like, it broke this, uh, like drainage pipe in the lake where I, where By I you? Yeah. Okay. You guys are all good though, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, okay. it's cool. It, but it broke down into like this into the woods. Mm. But what it did was it took down a tree as well. And what it did is made like the all the water from the lake. So the lake is pretty low. Mm-hmm. But it drained down into this like oasis. So it's like a beach down there now. Really? And like we've kind of like made a little thing. <laughs> like, it's like a little vibe. So like that is somewhere that more more recently that has been happening. Like specifically going there to like walk around and it. Mm-hmm. It's like little river things around it and everything. So it's like being able to just disconnect sit there. I, I think the last time I went out, I fell asleep, just took a nap. Hell like, yeah, bro. Like an hour, just being in, in that space. So yeah, it, it definitely helps to disconnect. And it's like, it's stuff that you do as a kid, naturally, you're just running around having a good time, but you don't realize like how important it is. Well, and that's what's funny because just as you're speaking, I mean, we're, we've both been saying disconnect, but in all reality, it's like we're reconnecting with <laughs> where Yo, we're shout going. out to, yeah, shout out to Sean from <laughs> Divergent U. Recon- shout out to Sam you know from I mean? Divergent U. This is crazy. Yeah, like, okay, so my boy Sam, we're the ones that, like, discovered this thing uh-huh. and, and kind of been playing with it, his brother as well. Uh, but he has a, a, a... Damn right! Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Damn right! So we got a... Uh, he has a a school called Divergent U that I also graduated from too. Okay, um, I did like an eleven week leadership course. There's another person that is an alumni from the school named Sean, and he has a business called Reconnect, and okay. that's exactly what it is: going, going somewhere camping, and you have to leave your phone. Nice, you cannot take the phone. You literally have to be with everyone. Yeah, like so you'll like, be fine. Your world's not going to end yeah, like people like, think it go is. Back to, yeah, <laughs> you'll be so, okay. And and remind yourself of that more than yeah. anything, you know, cuz it's not it's not fully our faults that we don't remember that. Like everything in society is telling you not to, but having that time to uh to do it, I'm sure is is beneficial, you know. No, absolutely. And I mean, I feel like we're probably around the same age, so I'm sure you remember growing up we didn't have cell phones, but even with like a, if, unless you called your friend's house and they happened to be home and right. they were available to play with you or whatever, like right. 
It wasn't. Otherwise, yeah. you gotta go figure some shit and out. You gotta hang out with the people in your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, you better like, go in the woods. Don't sit and... in your room and talk to people <laughs> that's not here until uh, AOL chat rooms. And yeah, stuff aim out. and all that stuff. Yeah, that changed the game, but which really did. I mean, when it hit, we thought it was the greatest thing ever, and mm-hmm. it is a great yeah, advancement of technology, to but comes with some stipulations, you know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that is funny. Ramifications. So, we st- we we got through the whole. Uh, is there more? Um, oh no, there. Yeah, there's more. Yeah, <laughs> we got a little sidetracked. I'm just saying, consciously, I'm going to try to start saying reconnect instead of disconnect. That's smart. You know what I mean? Yes. That's, yeah. Just, yeah, man. We we are changing words, man. So, we're not saying good morning no more. Morning is a, morning is not a bad thing, to be honest, like, as far as M-O-U-R-N. Mm. Like, but. You rising, say buenos dias. Right, I say buenos <laughs> dias. Yeah, see, and there's a, there's a thing about the inflection and tones in different languages. It sounds so way happier it, in it, Spanish. Exactly. It definitely does. Exactly. More warm and welcoming. That's very true. Yeah, I never man. really thought about that morning. I mean, it's literally yeah, one, say one letter Rising. between. <laughs> yeah, it's the difference. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Um, do you skate? I do. Goofy or regular? Uh, wait. You're funny. I'm goofy. Okay. Yeah. I'm left-handed, so everything about my life is is awkward. Word. No, I mean, I'm right-handed. I ride goofy. Oh, okay. So maybe I, I just. I don't know if that translates per se. Okay, so At least, tell me what goofy is. Goofy is when you ride with your right foot forward. Regular is your left foot forward. Yeah, I ride my right. Okay, so you're goofy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like to kick I, my left. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's the way you're supposed to do it. Some people will ride goofy, but they still push with their right foot. Which I've is seen the, that. It's they, called they mango. It back foot. Yeah, yeah, it's awkward it's as weird. fuck. Yeah, I don't they like call that. that mango pushing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if there is a direct correlation from stance to like. I know in my just in in. I'm left leaning on most things of Word. my like. You ever play baseball? Like you bat lefty or a golf or anything? Uh, is this? Is, is it this would be, yeah, kind of swinging towards your right side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like every most things like I bowl left. Okay. Every, um. Uh. But yeah, definitely I feel more comfortable with my left side. Yeah. Um. And I feel more strong on my right side when it comes to skating. That's how I always felt yeah. because I feel like growing up, almost all my skate homies skated regular but to my knowledge we were all primarily right-handed so i was usually like one of the oddballs you know what i mean i'll say why do i ride different but who fucking cares yeah can you do the trick all right cool yeah i I knew my favorite trick was ride fast yeah that was my thing bomb a fucking hill or something (laughs) yep in the garages at UCF. exactly doing stuff that i would never dare to do today (laughs) yeah but like because one little rock we we're destroyed, but like, yeah, and <laughs> bro, somehow I survived like the cr- the craziest things. Yeah, UCF was a wild time in my life too. Man. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit because yeah. we're both UCF alumni, and I yeah. think I've met you. Oh, in a past life, way back. Yeah, basically when we were both in another life. But we'll get to that later. Remind <laughs> me to, to come back. To That's that. so cool. Um, <laughs> we'll try to get through some of these other ones real quick. Uh, fly or teleport. Oh, tele- projection shit. yo, uh, sheesh, um, teleport. Okay. Uh, flying sounds cool and says like you're eating bugs. You can like, <laughs> fly above that shit, right? I, I mean, yeah, I don't know probably, how, I don't but know like how the wind chill and all that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like teleporting, just doing it quick. It's probably like, probably the coolest way. Hold the mic up a little bit. Oh yeah. That's probably the coolest way teleporting. All right. We're going to teleport. Uh, little throwback here. NFL blitz or NBA jams. Ooh. <laughs> uh, 
Yo, I'm primarily a basketball guy, but I think Blitz was definitely Blitz was the yeah, shit. Blitz was yeah. I was Blitz never, was too much fun. Like yeah, nah, I'm, I'm with you. The, the sayings, all the stuff that happened. Yeah, Blitz is the one. <laughs> Another throwback: Ninja Turtles or Power? I haven't even heard anybody say Blitz in forever. Whoa, bro. Hey, I mean, so let me actually. Yeah, let me just like. Well, let me just like. Reminisce for a little bit. Dang, yeah, Blitz, Blitz was my was shit, bro. Dope, I was never Everybody a football was kid either, but I loved NFL. Yeah, Blitz. that was a, just like uh, like NBA Street was cool, but mm-hmm. I really liked NFL Street too. Well, I think NBA Street was definitely my favorite out of the two, but NFL Street was really fun. I think I want to say I preferred NBA Jam, or I preferred NBA Jam over. Let me start over. I preferred. NFL Blitz over NBA Jam, but I think I preferred the street ball over the uh, street football. Yeah, that's that's my stance too. Yeah, I mean they're all great games, but yeah, NBA know. Street was wild, especially two and three and yeah, yeah they started throwing in the crazy tricks. You fucking dunk from the three point line and shit. When they introduced the Afro guy, that's when like yeah, basically Dr. J yeah, like reinvented. That was yeah. that was it. <laughs> um. All right, so the next throwback, Ninja Turtles or Power Rangers? Mm, Ninja Turtles. Okay. Yeah, definitely have more experience with the turtles. You can say neither, too, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like... <laughs> Fuck that. I, I, watch the tur- I watch the turtles a good bit, so I, I rock with it. Power Rangers kind of got repetitive to me. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, salsa or guacamole? I thought you were going to say, or oh, merengue. <laughs> we like, can go there, too. Yeah, like, bachata or merengue? I was about to say, I was going to hit you with the bachata. Um, you said salsa or... Salsa or guacamole? Uh, Neither, actually. Okay. I eat the chips dry. Word? Yeah, that's my thing. Damn, that's rare. Yeah. We got a first I'm, here. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a dry tortilla, man. <laughs> I'm, a dry, I'm a dry chip, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm a dry chip guy. <laughs> Word, all right. Yeah, and no, tea. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, hey, yeah. As long as you got some tea by you. Uh, last few here: Apple or Android? Apple. Uh, Apple for the connectivity, but Android. And I haven't had an Android phone in forever since I got an Apple. But mm-hmm. truth be told, I'm sure Androids are probably better phones. As far as flexibility and kind of user friendliness, well, maybe not user friendliness, but flexibility and all that shit. I've been hearing that too. They got all sorts of new stuff, but I'm the same way. You got I've, more control over your your Android. Yeah. So. It's it's like what do you want to do? But I don't really want to be doing too much with my phone outside of the stuff I can do with my Apple. So yeah, that's true. Right now, and once you're kind of integrated into the Apple shit, it's like, well, I'm stuck here now. Yeah, it's everywhere. <laughs> I can access it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, I mean, I'm sure you can relate with like creating stuff, just being able to fucking airdrop it anywhere. Like that shit probably has saved me years it of my life. My life. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, do you like peanut butter? Yes. You a crunchy or creamy? Creamy. Creamy. Yep. Uh, so we established you're not a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. You like the chicken, the wing, or the flat? Like the, the leg or the drum or the mm. flat? Flat. Flat. I really enjoy the drum. Even though I know it's not as much meat and all that, they say. <laughs> it's like I I enjoy the drum, but I do. I think it's a flat for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they both got some good chicken on there. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I just adjusted to being a flat guy <laughs> like three, four years ago. Do you ago. do any of those crazy new age fucking ways that people are eating this shit? I've never heard of them. What are you talking about? I mean, the first one How, I heard how are of, people eating today? <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing with food? The first one I've seen is where basically they'll just hold it by the end and just strip all the meat off with their teeth. I've seen people like pushing it into their plate. to. It's basically you're loosening the meat from the bone. Oh. 
I just eat, fucking eat it like you know, a just eat it. person. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not into uh, but, gymnastics with my food. <laughs> hey, they claim you get more meat that way, but who fucking knows? You can just, I mean, you, you could just growing, pick the growing bone up in clean. a black home. You're like almost beat if you don't finish if you leave the chicken around it. So you you gotta kind of like eat around it anyway. Yeah. So. I don't want to be like fighting it. To eat it there. <laughs> that's like that's kind of like I love lobsters and crabs and stuff. But it's like I don't want to fight my work. food. Yeah. yeah, like nah, I love me some seafood. But you're right. It is you got you got some homework to do first yeah. <laughs> before you ever or you hire somebody. <laughs> yeah. Crack my my lobster. One of these days, man. Hopefully, I'm gonna get there. <laughs> oh uh, my god! So when you're drinking OJ, we go in pulp or no pulp, mm, no. or or some pulp. I I could do light. Light pulp. Yeah, it's better for you. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it without, mainly. But I would take some. Just not the extra not pulp where it's fucking just looks like fucking sour milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah. All right, and then the last one, I added this one because on one of the recent episodes we kind of had a little debate about this. Okay. And hopefully none of this happens to anybody here. But oh, if man. basically if you had to choose between being deaf or being blind. Which one are you going? Ooh. All right, so I'm gonna definitely Mike, say Mike. I'm gonna definitely say neither. <laughs> and you can say that. Yeah, I'm gonna too. say neither. But let me actually think about this. But yeah, just oh, if you had to think about it. Blind. See, mine was always they would both suck. And again, knock on wood, I would say neither as well. But the reason I would say I don't think I could stand being deaf, bro, because imagine life without music. Yeah, I'm thinking I was. That's where I'm at. You know what I, I mean? Think, I think blind, I can do it because it would suck. Your eyes are lined anyway. Yeah, I mean half the time. Yeah, yeah. So I they think, just show you what the brain tells them to show. Yeah, you. so I could walk around in my in my three to five a.m. sleep life at all times. I think basically that'll, that'll probably be better. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that one. <laughs> all right, well you heard it here. Heard it here first, man. Yeah, that's dope. No, yeah, that's the ones and twos, man. Just, yeah, I like it. You know. But yeah, so before I forget, man, let me just, I'm going to say a name. If you know this name, then I feel like I met you in the past oh. life, but I can't remember because this was fucking, I graduated UCF and uh, I did a five-year program, so I was 2013, almost 10 years ago. Okay. And I did, I did five too, yeah. but I did 20, I was 2014. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, why, what's everyone's rush? Nothing wrong with they that. They had to go through summers. And I, it's like, nah, I didn't come to college to go to school in the summer. So, do you know or remember a dude named Javari? I know at least Javari. Two. Fuck out of He lives in Atlanta now. Okay, so not... The name sounds familiar. Okay. I gotta, I gotta put a face to it. I could, you have I mean, a face? Yeah, please give me you. a face. So, Sheesh. if I'm correct, the name sounds familiar. This dude was my roommate for a couple years. We lived in this house right off University by Rouse. Okay. And he used to throw parties all the time. And I know he was tapped in with all the fraternities and shit. University by Rouse. Like right across from that Wendy's. Okay. Literally, okay, okay. Right, that neighborhood right across from there. That was the spot we used to live at. Okay, but he used to throw parties all the time, and he was super tapped in with like the frats and the and the sororities and stuff. It was like the neighborhood. Yeah. So like, if I'm if you're going up University and Wendy's on your right, you go a little bit past Wendy's and turn to your left. Yep. Yeah, my uncle lives over there too. I do. Yeah. Remember, I remember at least two parties over there that I was involved with. Word. I think you might have been to my house. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Let me see. That's like so. So I was talking about that. It's like that the parties that used to happen by my uncle's house mm-hmm. that were like right around the corner from our 
Probably your house. That's crazy. What see. a world we live in. I know, man. He might have deleted his shit. Mm. Damn, that sucks. Actually, no, I got him right here. What am I talking about? So he's the one in the middle. You heard that, Ruth? Oh, wow. You know what? He doesn't go by that at all. He goes by Jay usually. Yeah, yeah. He was my barber for a long time. <laughs> he is a barber. Yeah, he got his crazy. own shop up in Atlanta now. That's that was crazy. my roommate for like yeah, two, crazy. three years. Yeah, I've never called him whatever. Javari. Yeah. I, I don't think I've known him since high school. That. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he uh he was when I lived in a point. Josh is Javari. Yeah, when yeah, or when Jay, lived, my yeah, fault. you cut me, yo, you had me always <laughs> on point. He lived uh right across from me when I lived in point too. Yeah, I met just yeah. walk over there. Yep. Yeah. That's my dog. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I could have sworn what maybe and this was years ago. I just it kinda like I thought of it when I first saw you kinda on the hip hop scene and then it just left my memory. Mm-hmm. And then recently I thought about it. I was like, I'm going to fucking ask him about this. That's shit. wild. Yeah. That's a long That was when you had short locks. Yeah. I didn't even have locks yet. I feel they like, were like. When did you start growing them? That was after uh, college? Oh, no. That actually was when. Because I started I feel like, locking them in 2012. I was going to say, I feel like it was yeah, like just the first stage right. of the lock, if I remember like two, correctly. Three years. Yeah, but it's yeah, man. crazy world, right? That is crazy. <laughs> like, to the point that I just learned It's good name. to see you again, man. Yeah. Right, yeah. You know, you look different. <laughs> yeah, my fucking hair's. Both our hair's a little longer, yeah, I guess, now. Man. Grow up, um, but yeah, some funny shit. That is wild, man. So UCF was a wild time. Yeah, um, yeah. Every time I go back there now, too, it's a fucking different world. Cause like my sister went there, so I'd be going back there every so often and whatnot. Brother too. Um, but yeah, so shouts to the other knights out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, all the alumni's checking in, <laughs> and if you didn't graduate, it's okay too. Like we still family to me. Yeah, right? yeah. If you were there at the time that we were, it's we all, all like it's part all of good. the family. But for those who don't know, my man Payne's not only a musician, hip-hop artist, businessman, fucking boss. I mean, the list goes on, man. Thank you. But we want to get to know Payne the person. Yeah. So start at the humble beginnings. Where are you from? What brought you to Florida if you're not from Florida? What got you started in music? You know what I mean? You were talking about your church influence. I want to hear all the good stuff. Mm, What makes Payne Payne? Uh, Definitely my parents. Like definitely just like that's the phase I'm in in my life right now, like fully embracing the fact that like I'm the amalgamation of my parents' yeah. choices and yep. everything. Um so like yeah, Broward, Fort Lauderdale is where I'm from. That's where you're from. Yeah, okay. I was born in plantation, not on a plantation. I know plantation. Yeah, they tried to make me a slave since I was born, man, but it's not happening. Nah, fuck. Um But yeah, fuck Broward it. Yeah, right. Broward County. Which one is it? Fuck out it. <laughs> yeah, out of here. Um, Fuck out of Broward County um, is where I was born and raised. Um, so you're Florida boy through and through. Yeah, f- fully. Um, but um, and so- well, South Florida is a little different. If you, it's like it is. It's like an island connected. It is. To, it's to like the, the new the, the new Caribbean. Mm-hmm. My girl's so, from yeah. West Palm. She's Haitian. Yeah, exactly. Tri County. You know, shout out to everybody. West Palm, Broward County, and Dade. Uh, and Key West now. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> we could throw the keys yeah, in there. That's the southernmost, <laughs> so you might as well. Shout out Jake G. Um, so yeah, nah, we got uh, yeah, Broward County. I, I was in churches while in my mother's belly. Um, it was like a new lifestyle for her, like a little bit before I was born. Um, so yeah, like I grew up fully in church, like singing in church and stuff. Or you mean just like uh, no, nah, just even before the music, yeah, just being. In church Being as a kid, like, I was very involved. My mother was a minister, Word. Um, so I was at Sunday school. I was at Sunday service. I was at Wednesday night service for like sixteen years, <laughs> at least sixteen, seventeen years. 
Um, and then like fifth, if anybody knows about fifth Sunday reunions, that's like on the f- any uh, month that has five Sundays, you're in church for like seven days straight. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, every night church and then school, church and then school. Uh, so yeah, church was like a big part of my life growing up. Um, definitely where I learned a lot about like as far as like seeing music and feeling it because it's different than just like hearing it. Like when you're seeing people perform. Oh yeah, playing you're seeing, live. Yeah, you're seeing yep. all of that, and on a weekly basis too. Um, a lot of the people in my church were like also aspiring to be singers, singers and, and stuff, stuff real like that. too, like actually be in the industry. So yeah. I was able to see like a little bit of that. You're um, exposed to it at an early age. Mm-hmm. Where um, I've I got to playing piano a little bit. I got to playing guitar for a little bit. There you go. I never got really good at it, but I, I helped. I've done so, more performances as a piano player, which is funny. Um, I hit, I had like a set of keys that I knew I was going to hit, and I got funky with it the whole time. <laughs> but I was just doing those same. Sometimes I was faded to the left, faded to the right, but I was just doing that same thing the whole time. Amen. But I've done that with my brother. Uh, he played drums. so okay. uh, Both of my brothers played drums. Nice. Um, I've done the sound at church. Uh, I got to being like the CD Like person. audio engineering. Yeah, helping with the sound. Okay. Uh, yeah, all the AV um, side. Of, well, not AV, but just the audio side. Um, I sang in the choir. I sang like two different tones, whatever. The, <laughs> I did tenor, like trying to make my voice deep. Uh, when you were young, you'd... Yeah, yeah but like, like, no, naturally I had a low yeah, voice. Yeah, I'm a man. A voice. <laughs> yeah, so I did. But I did both um, at some point. And... We started a drum line at church. Uh, with That's my, dope. Yeah, my brother. Yeah, we started after the movie Drum Line. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. Shout out to Nick Cannon. Got into that whole, like, wave with our church, too. But, yeah, man, just a lot of influence in that. A lot of the music is is in my music now, like, the, the melodies and the flows. I got a lot of that stuff in my music now. Um, but, yeah, South Florida church and a lot of family um, gatherings up until a certain point. Like, every year there was, like, family gatherings and that was like where I could, could kind of like express the other side of me like growing up in my household it was definitely church but like being around my other family is like you could dance a little <laughs> bit to this song well yeah so like what kind of music were you guys listening to in the household and stuff? Uh, in the house I mean really it wasn't it was it was always gospel we, we really oh, didn't wow. listen yeah you didn't listen to anything else really outside of that granted I had my headphones and yeah, I listened yeah. to my own stuff yeah, so yeah. like I was sneaking my my Eminem CD uh, Encore got got found it wasn't even mine it was borrowed got broken yep. and all type of stuff uh, Any, I had a little Wayne CD that got I left it in the I left it in the um, CD changer got so caught. that got found and broken uh, so yeah it, it wasn't allowed but um, but when I'm with my family of course I'm hearing like all the that's kind of where my affinity to like popular the popular style of every genre so like i was hearing pop rap growing up more than i was hearing the underground i got into the underground later but the pop side of it is what taught me how to write hooks and actually like, make a song so i i kind of knew how to write a song from you talking age. pop rap because i'm trying to think this is like what like late 90s early 2000s yeah so this is like and even mid a little bit like i one of my early memories of like getting into rap was um hearing kicking the door uh, by Biggie, Biggie. Okay. yeah, and it might have been on a radio station or something. Like I used to keep a little blue radio with me. <laughs> um, this is like elementary school, but um, yeah, it was, yeah, that that era. So okay. like ninety seven to like two thousand one. True. Yeah, like end of elementary school, middle school type shit. Yep. Ludacris got me to curse for the first Ludacris time era. with uh, his song Saturday. 
Okay. I didn't know he was saying a uh, big old ass. <laughs> uh, I thought he was. I don't know what I thought last was, but I I was saying a big old last, big old last, like like Lassie the dog. Something, yeah, and I, I, that's probably what I thought. Um, but then yeah, then somebody she's like said, no. Somebody said ooh, he cursed. Yeah. Was like oh dang, I started to curse. My now. bad. I'm a curse. I curse now. Yeah, yeah, guess so, what, Mom? I curse now. Yeah, well, I would never say that. But yeah, <laughs> not even today. As <laughs> you can see, it. but uh, but nah, man, that's um, yeah, that's that's the era. Um, definitely had the opportunity. To, I was definitely a dancer. I danced a lot when I was little. Like not not as a dancer professionally or nothing, but I just enjoyed dancing. You're, People would tell me to dance yeah. a lot. Um, you felt felt more creative through dance versus like maybe writing or oh no 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 definitely was into was into music like writing and stuff like that more and books and all that but as far as like how i express myself okay they used to brandon go dance go dance yeah (laughs) you know keep have my church socks on so i can slide around the the kitchen better just do a lot of like michael jackson impressions when i was little too oh yeah Little yeah, moonwalk man. never hurt. Yeah, bro. I used to be able to really do that shit. <laughs> like, I used to really know how to moonwalk. And it's like it's all in like this part of your leg. People it's all like an that. illusion, right? I saw a slow-mo version of it one time and it almost seemed like you nah. are moving backwards, but I don't know. He's you he's, probably explain it better. He's almost it's like it's like he's he's using his toe, just the toe, to push. And you gotta have enough strength here to continue to keep the glide going. You're really mm. just Scooting back, scooting back, scooting back, scooting back. But it's like this part of your leg is 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 super. Your fucking Achilles is just like yeah. flexing. <laughs> yeah, like Michael Jackson has some strong ankles. Let's say that. So yeah, man. So yeah, no, nah, that that's that was life. Like South Florida, growing up in South Florida too, is very like chill. It's just it's like people from the north come here, come there, and say it's a slow city in the sense of like true, really Broward. Yeah, Broward County. I, I know I got a different rep now because you, know, <laughs> yeah. you see all the youngest. Broward <laughs> County still is a majority retirement city. Mm, now, okay. Maybe not majority anymore, but it's a retirement city. There's a lot of old New Yorkers. There's a lot of old people. I from usually the north. think of the west coast of Florida like that, like Naples. Well, it's Florida. It's Florida as a whole. Florida is a retirement. I mean, state. that's a fact. But even South, Orlando, and Brow- <laughs> like literally Broward County is like a, a lot, lot of that. Of, yeah. So it's it is a ch- it's a chill place. It's still very country. It's like low key. True. I mean, I like South Florida. It's a little expensive, you know. It's but, too expensive to yeah. be that ch- that country. In low yeah. Key, you know what I mean, well, um, Broward County specifically, like Miami, makes sense. It's around all the drug money and all that other stuff. But yeah. Broward County is like. It's in the middle of... Well, so Fort Lauderdale um, is technically Broward County, right? Pretty much between Fort Lauderdale and Miami is where Miami-Dade County starts. Somewhere uh, in there. Well, okay, so is West Palm goes down to about the top of Boca. Boca That's is a part Broward. of Broward County. Okay. Um, there's parts of Boca, I believe, that are considered West Palm, though. Um, and then Broward is from that to about, like... Uh, where people people say they're from Miami if they're from here, it's like Pembroke Pines area. I yeah, it's like, and I'm not a fan of those people. Cause, <laughs> yeah, cause, yo, all You're through, phony. yeah, all through Broward, <laughs> uh, all through uh, UCF, it's like I, I'm definitely somebody that helped put Broward on the map at UCF, Word. um, because I was blatant about repping Broward, not Miami. People just, it's like, oh, well, they probably wouldn't know what. What uh, what uh, whatever the city, Pembroke Pines, they mm-hmm. probably wouldn't know what that is. So I just say Miami's like, no, they will know what Broward is yeah. if you say that. So stop lying. Nah, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like Ace Hood was our first star, and he he claimed Miami, so that shit hurts. True. You know what I'm saying? Kodak claims Broward. Yeah, right? Kodak 
the new generation, yeah, he, yeah, like, new generation, much more we, claims. We put it on, on yeah, yeah. the front street. I mean, even Ace Hood has now went back to claiming. <laughs> He's like, oh, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> Let me backtrack a He went bit. to, like, high school with my aunt type shit. Damn. Like, yeah, like, come on, man. I mean, I can sort of relate only because when people ask where I went to high school, I say Jacksonville. But yeah, I was peeping this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so technically, Jacksonville is Duval County, as I'm sure you know. Mm-hmm. I went to high there. school in Clay County, which okay, is like the one right next. To exactly. It. But and it's a little town called Orange Park that most people don't know what the fuck exactly that is. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, Jacksonville. That's dude. still Jacksonville. Yeah. That's all of it. But yeah, I, I mean, I guess I would still call it Duval too. Honestly, it's. I mean, I get it. It's, it's close it's enough. Different. It's how I see Orlando. Like people try to separate Orlando, but it's like no, it's all Orlando. Altamont Springs, all this stuff is Orlando to me. So I'm the same way, but the crazy thing. So I work in Maitland, right by Altamont, mm-hmm. and the crazy thing is, like, if I go get, I could go get lunch five minutes away, and I'm in Seminole County. Hmm. But to me, I'm still in Orlando. But yeah, it's exactly. like, no, you're in Maitland in Seminole you County see the, now. You see I'm the like, little oh, sign. <laughs> you're, you're an exit. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't mean to leave. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, at what point in your childhood journey did you decide, like, I want to make my own music? Wrote my first rap in first grade okay. with my big sister on my birthday. Nice. That's, a, that's a line from. <laughs> Shout out to Sharonda. Yeah, we we she just sat with me and wrote a rap and uh and yeah like watching is you know you when Disney remember that sh- rap too huh? Uh, I did for a long time. What's funny is that that rap was my like freestyle rap until about eighth grade. <laughs> I don't remember it anymore. Um, I've tried to, but it's probably in a notebook somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I did that, but I also was like writing like little books and stories and stuff too at the time. So I wasn't really committed to music. Um, you just I was, enjoyed the process. I enjoyed of it. Writing. Yeah, it was cool. Um, okay. And I would say at that time I wasn't even writing music that much. Yeah, but like that poetry, rap stuck with me. Or... Yeah, that rap just stuck. Um, but then I would say middle school, I started like, hold up, <laughs> taking it a little more serious. Yeah, middle school. Well, High school is definitely what became serious. Middle school was like, now I'm showing people that I got to rap. Okay. So that's when I started actually rapping and rap out loud. Yeah, like, yo, beat on the table. I got True. you. you know <laughs> and that that was my thing in middle school. A lot of that. Uh, middle school, I was actually even more drawn to sports, to be honest. Um, okay. What's, I, I didn't you play said any, basketball? Yeah, I didn't play in any teams. Um, but, like, in my team sports classes, that was my expression of mm. that. So, like. I realized how good I was. Like some of the the top tier college or high school to college uh, football players and stuff were in middle school with me. A lot of them were on the the, the little league teams at the time. Broward is like a big little league yeah. city. <laughs> like Broward County or South Florida and um, Texas are like the main two crops of football. Fo- yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Um, so they, I, I was running against a lot of these people and like. You got to keep up. Match. Yeah. <laughs> like we, nah, we, no, we were like actually. Oh, you mean like you were. I was con- actually pretty good. Contender. Yeah. I didn't. It's like I never really exerted myself in sports. I just liked to do it. True. Um, Naturally gifted without the practice or not, man, not as much practice. Yeah. And, and granted, I probably wasn't sharp on any of the things that matter. But, you know, things like football is like catch the ball. Yeah. Run as fast as you can. <laughs> catch, run. People, Don't drop like, it. <laughs> yeah. So like that was fun to me. I, I really like enjoy football in middle school. I didn't play for any teams, like I said. And in class, we didn't play tackle or nothing. Right. Um, but I enjoyed basketball. I enjoyed all that. I, play, I enjoyed golf. I was really good at bowling. Um, 
Yeah, I was actually really good at bowling, man. I get at least a couple strikes when I play now. Every yeah, time. yeah, I'm. I actually really do enjoy. Bowling. I, I like. I was talking about that the other night. I feel like bowling's underrated. Yeah, bowling. People is hate on underrated. bowling for no reason. <laughs> I never. I actually never heard anybody just outwardly hate. That would be so stupid. Why are you just hating on some? Fun Maybe stuff? not hate, but I feel like sometimes be a group of friends. Be like, Yo, let's go bowling. There's always something. Man, fuck bowling. Oh my friend. Any any <laughs> friends like, no, that I've you. had that I said let's go bowling. That was all like, yeah, that okay. is a fun thing to go I do. Actually, then, you know apparently. what? We should go bowling. Like, why have we not went bowling yet? That's like literally. I've always talked about having a WTF bowling. Bowling's team. the shit. Yeah, bowling is fun. You don't have to be super skilled. Like you can just be throw skilled, the ball, yeah, man, and we'll fun. show you if you Toss mess it. up, yeah. and we'll put the little bumpers up if you need that. But everybody gets to have a good time. Yeah. If a yeah. three year old can bowl, anybody can. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't throw the baby. Um. <laughs> Don't lose the baby. Probably uh, not a smart idea. So, uh, so yeah. So I would say, I would say eighth grade is when I probably got a little more serious. That's when I actually started writing more. Okay. I actually started. I, I started a little stuff. book. Yeah, yeah. Actually, physically writing. By ninth grade, I got a little bougie and started typing. Um, like a typewriter or a computer? Not on a computer. My, my a, stepdad like got us into dumb, computers bro. like very early, man. Yeah. Like we had AOL in elementary school. I mean, shouts to him because that yeah, was we, a good I, idea. So I, was on, I was a computer kid very early. He was into like programming and all of that yeah. but um so yeah by high school i'm typing up all of my lyrics because i wanted to have like the the printout that i can use to rap mm-hmm. um i didn't want to have to be like reading through my scribbles and mm-hmm. stuff so it was just more about like cleanness and professionalism um come to find out that's like what we're supposed to be doing now you're supposed to keep that same exact printed with the writer name and all that. i was doing that stuff before i knew i just preferred that time yeah so ninth grade was where i really got serious because that's when i got introduced to recording Okay. Um, it was a so you could hear yourself on a song finally. Yeah, like, wow, I really it was like this eleventh grader man G. Shout out to G. Uh, white dude, cool ass, cool ass white dude from South Florida. Dog. Some of uh, us are all right. No, nah, I, I got yo. <laughs> I'll fuck shit, around. Yeah, no. Nah, hey, most people are all right. It's, that's the thing. Most people are all right, even if they're an asshole. Sometimes most people are actually all right. You just gotta give them a chance. Uh, but nah, he he G was dope. G saw that I was like a young gifted rapper and he was actually the first i would say yeah he's definitely the first person that ever took me under his wing Word. he was already kind of going around the school as a rapper and it was like hey bro like rock good me. yeah, yeah <laughs> rock me, you dope. like let's let's you should record some stuff like hell yeah he showed me how to record um so he my, was a little older i take it he was 11th grade okay. so i was a freshman like yes, two years yeah he was still a kid too really yeah, but, I, yeah like, obviously fucking what 16 years old in 11th grade yeah, 16, or some 17, shit like yeah. that but you were probably what 13 i was 14, 14. yeah i was about 14 13 yeah. 14 um, At that age, those two years make a difference. Yeah, exactly. You know it's mean? like, no, nah, you're a grown up. Right <laughs> yeah, you're a, you're a man, bro. <laughs> yeah, he had a car. Like, yeah, that's I mean, that's big. a big yeah, distinguishing factor. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, so but not G. The experience with, with having G around, like, I don't even. I've, I don't even think I've talked about it, and it's like grown, like, because that's so far back. Mm-hmm. But nah, G played a huge role in my life, uh, in my music career, because like this dude. Shout to G, bro. Yeah, he introduced me to the. Yo, yeah, shout out to G, man. Straight <laughs> out of Pompano. At, yeah, he, and he's from Pompano. He's from the same place that okay, Kodak's from. Yeah. Um, the city. Um, I you went to high. I went rapping? to Pompano Beach. Nah, he stopped rapping like shortly right. after graduating high school. He got married and like got a full yeah. life. No um, kids and stuff. But um, I'm sure he's still gifted though. You know, oh, if yeah. I if I challenged him, I should probably call him. <laughs> I, I've been call, I called him like four years, five years after like high school and all that, just on some random. Yeah. Um, but I should probably call him now. You hit him on the crazy. FaceTime, you're just rapping already. Like, what? <laughs> what you got? Like, I would have to find him on Facebook or something. Damn. Uh, yeah, this is like throwback. Yeah, this is like yeah. many phones ago. Um, but nah, so yeah, G got me into it. G, he, he started bringing the Blue Snowball. You ever had that or heard of that? Blue Snowball. Blue, blue is a mic. Uh, blue is a is a uh, audio 
brand. Okay, yeah, I know the brand. BLU. BLU, yeah. Yeah, so Blue had a snowball mic. It was a USB okay. mic, and it was shaped like a snowball and I, had a little stand. I think I do know what you're talking about. That's the mic I started with. Okay. That garage band and mix pad as my as my recording place. That's places. all you need, bro. G used to bring that to my we didn't have school on Fridays at my school. Shout out to Pompano Beach Eye. Um throughout my whole time in high school. Never had school on Friday. Um Did you do longer days Monday through Thursday or something? One more hour. Mm. So it was like four extra hours a day or four extra hours throughout the week, but you're missing a whole eight hour day because of it. So uh, it's a good yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that. Yep. Seven oh five to three oh five we were in school. I would not be mad at that. Yeah, it was a, it was a great time, bro. That my high school was definitely, and it was because we had like good grades. It was like a a school since it started. So it was like a reward. Yeah, damn near. it was, it was okay. a reward from this a reward from the city essentially. And another school had it too, but they lost it while I was there too. Yeah, because if yeah, once yeah, you start slacking, it's like all right, well, this isn't it was working. Based on like SATs and F FCATs. Got, yeah, I remember FCATs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nah. So the school, uh, no, not the school. On Fridays, he would come over and bring his, his snowball mic and like show me how to record and then it became like yeah like hold it like you can use the yeah mic, you got you it know what I'm saying? do your thing well i'm sure he saw you were starting to like take it seriously yeah i was going crazy man something. i was recording yo in high school i just like thought about it the other day like yo i've been recording I, in high school i recorded like two thousand songs at least damn yeah because i was it was like every friday it's a 10, every day rule, I, exactly i hit i probably hit ten thousand hours maybe my second year of college that's yeah, Shouts to you, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm actually remembering this now, but yeah, not nah. so. Yeah, G G got me into it. Um, we had a TV production program at school. Um, okay, it was a, a business tech school, so like we put on like a, a TV show for the morning announcements. Okay, so that was pretty cool. Um, so with that, we had to shoot music videos. You had to shoot like little content things that the show was about. Um, we had to actually put on the TV show. Mm -hmm. Um, the last ten minutes of first period was our show. So you're also learning at an early age how to be like an independent producer, director, yeah, basically. All of that. Yeah, that's and dope. And like, shout, yeah, really, like, shout out to all the makings of this because that is like a big part of all of it. Shout out to Miss Sweeney, man. Um, yeah, that was from freshman year to uh, senior year, but freshman year is where I got off, man. Freshman year, <laughs> I was bringing that blue snowball to to school, and during that class, I was doing so much recording. They had, all the, they had Garage Man and all the computers in the back, so. Uh, I would stay out like when I would wait after school for my older brother to come get me. I would be in there recording. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, so I have a lot. I put out my first mixtape in freshman year. It's called Money Over Murder, so I can call it Mom. <laughs> and everything in Broward was about every rapper was talking about killing people. Um, that so I, you, know, you kind of used as a play on words almost. Yeah. Nice. So like that was my thing. Um, in freshman year, I was on, I was heavy on Lupe. I was really discovering a lot of music at mm. the time too, like for my for the first time actually going and finding CDs and stuff myself because websites and stuff were popping up for that. Hell yeah! Um, and then yeah, throughout high school, like being able to show on because I was making like these are on YouTube and like <laughs> music videos about like wearing your ID badge and stuff like that. Why were you flipping like popular songs? Oh, um, so like that would be part of the morning announcements. Nice. So like I was showcasing that I was an artist to people. High school while being like beneficial yeah, to the school and, more or and less. They, and even being like, bro, I sold out of like the out the trunk Master P mm -hmm. selling like I was selling out a backpack, man. I was buying hundred pack of CDs, five dollars a pop selling them. The hundred pack cost twenty dollars. Boom. Do the math. <laughs> yeah. <know>? So, <laughs> yeah. It was really cool. And I remember selling out my first hundred um of it wasn't the the Money Over Murder project. It was um I think it was House of Pain. 
Yeah, House, House of Pain. Of Pain. And it was like my first real like constructed project where I had like an intro, had like oh, doing yeah. voiceovers, spooky. skits and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like it was a full project. Um and yeah, that that one I sold on campus <laughs> for like a, a This good, is like, still in like, high school. Yeah, this is in high school. It's probably like it's like tenth or eleventh grade when I when I started actually like putting the music out. Out like between ninth and eleventh grade, I was recording a lot. And like my friends was hearing a lot, and one of my coolest marketing techniques that happened, I didn't even know I did it until after. But like at that time, uh, high school, and you probably remember the students getting like those Mac computers. Like Mac computers were actually in schools a lot. You had the, the big bubble ones with mm-hmm. the color on the back. Yep. But then by high school, it was the getting into like the more modern version. Mm-hmm. Um, but on there with the iTunes, if you played a song on the iTunes, even if you didn't have that song on the on the computer anywhere it would still play so i didn't know i was leaving my songs across uh, the school it's like a digital footprint yeah so <laughs> essentially people would go on these things and they would find my songs and it was there so like people just around the school started knowing like oh this kid can really rap and he does his thing so i didn't like exploit it the way i probably could have nice i didn't free marketing but it was cool yeah like it was really it was it was dope through high school to be known as the rapper kid you know oh, like, yeah and then high you know, 12th grade i just found these videos on youtube like two nights ago but um like me and my best friend performing at like the assemblies and stuff like that like Talent shows that was us actually like showing it you know i think my dad was even at that show hell yeah so like yeah man it's been it's been a like high school was really me like figuring out that that's what i i really want to do because like by the end of high school it was like i i had deals on the table from like local labels oh, and stuff. Nice. i turned down i like to say that i turned down a deal to be independent oh you know, yeah because and I didn't understand yeah, you know what I'm independence, <laughs> independence of everything, man. That's real hippie shit. Like the idea of like, I didn't understand the contract at all. Mm-hmm. But seeing something about them like owning any of my music, that was like the media, owning like, something that thing. I made. Yeah, yeah like, like in my room, feel right. Like in my room, like my yeah. junkie room with this blue snowball mic. Like, nah, you cannot own that. Yeah. You can help me make money. Yeah, but like. Yeah, so I I, I remember Boston that I, right there at an early age, bro. And I didn't, and I wish I had someone around to show me how to use it, you know, into how to, you know, how to go do, how to seek the thing that I did want mm-hmm. though, because um, that was just me turning down something that, you know, even the artists that do take those little situations, they at least learn a lot. They might get fucked over for a little bit, and I I probably would have been mad about getting fucked over from that high school. music. Would have been a life experience, but it's still high school music that I didn't even put out a lot of it, so. It True. wouldn't have been a bad thing. Yeah. So it's 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 two sides to it, but um, but definitely by the end of high school, it was like I'm going to college because this is what I'm supposed to do as like an A student. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'm supposed to do, and that's what everybody's telling me to do. But it's like I am pursuing music. Yeah. Like no, I so think college, bro. <laughs> yeah. At, in college, this is what's like expected of me. Almost. Yeah. It's like this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like, what did and, you study at UCF? Uh, event management. I okay. didn't, and I didn't decide to my second year, but it's like. Weird. I gotta figure out something that's gonna teach me about music, like something I could do yeah. for my music. Nah, career. I'm with you, bro. Yeah, so I was I decided for my first two years. It's as well. like, yeah, what is this? I, I don't took, care about this shit. Yeah, like, and and truth be told, even the major didn't teach me. Like, I I I went into it with the thought of like, I want to learn how to throw shows and festivals. Which is there was only smart one thing. class about festivals. Everything else is about hotel events, conventions, more like the Orlando traditional stuff that style Rosen, of it's Rosen College. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So stuff that the Rosen man that mm-hmm. owns hotels is stuff that he wanted people to. It was like it was really, and it's smart. He wanted he, to groom me to come work for him. Yeah, essentially, it was a, it was a school that pretty much is feeding people to his, his businesses, which is not a bad thing. Which like, is that's insane. A, yeah, that's a smart move. Um, but yeah, and he bought it. the school. His name is on it. Yeah, so yeah. you should do that. <laughs> uh, but I did take what I could from it and apply it. 
Um, and that's why I throw some it things have to apply. In my first areas. event, my my first event out of college was a festival, and it was at UCF, okay. on Memory Mall. So like, which one was that? It was called United Creators Festival. This was in 2017. It had like okay. 300 people there. I had like four hours of just my friends performing, nice. essentially, uh, on like that that plot of Memory Mall closest to the flag. Yeah, but on the side that's closest to the next plot. So it was just the stage was plotted there, nice. right next to the psychology. Um, nice. I teamed up with um, CAP Campus Activities Board. Okay, it was after I graduated, but I was in Campus Activities Board, so I can get around the the performance. So I was there when Drake came. I was backstage with that. I was there when uh, J Cole came. Kendrick, I yep. met them. All of those like moments were essentially grooming me for now. Hell I feel yeah. Like, so yeah, college was everything happens for a reason. I'm sure yeah, you're a it, believer in that, bro. Yeah, and, <laughs> and like it's almost like it's almost like is the universe cynical? Because it's like it's almost so perfect. You know what I mean? It's not just happening <laughs> for a reason. It's like literally that thing is why this happened. Because when I meet Code, he's gonna remember that. Well, I mean, I see what you're saying, but I guess also maybe manifestation. And okay, so the only thing that made because now I'm very sure of my manifestation powers, mm-hmm. but at the time I wasn't even aware of that. True. So it's like it was. A I wasn't thinking dangling to myself, the carrot right in front. Yeah, of you, it like, wasn't. Hey, yeah, it wasn't me thinking. Dang, I want to meet these guys. Like I didn't think it wasn't like dang. Uh, I wasn't even really considering how what my music career was at the time. I just knew I loved to make music and I wanted to keep putting it out. So that's something I was very passionate about. But like, I would say after meeting them, it was like, oh, I could do this because like. After meeting Cole, B.O.B. was the same year. So, B.O.B., mm. this is 09. You were there from 06. I remember seeing Cole in the arena. Yeah. There was, like, not a lot of people there. Yeah, this was that. I remember um, seeing Drake, too. Drake was, Drake was like, uh, spring of 09, or spring okay. of 2010. Okay. 09, the first welcome event was B.O.B. Okay. And then Cole I don't was think two, I went to that one. Cole was 2010. I know. I went to Cole. After all of that, I put out a remix to uh, Cole and Miguel's song, um, All I Want Is You. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. The first two lines is, my nigga Cole said go, B.O.B. said go, because it wasn't me pulling up to them talking about like, yo, I'm a rapper, guys. Yeah, I want to yeah. be famous. It was like, I'm kind of just like peeping them a little bit. Yeah. And it was more like seeing eye to eye. Cole is tall as fuck. The picture of us is funny as hell. <laughs> but like... It's like more on a human level. Yeah, it was more like that. So like, I felt the energy. Like, I right, go get it. If you yeah. if you feeling like that, if you feeling like we're peers, and that's what I was telling myself. It was like these people are not, not that much older than yeah, us either. Exactly. Like you, he was, and I was and a big that, fan of Cole because he yeah. was talking about college. He was the only rapper that yeah, actually graduated I mean, and talked about it. Yep. So like, and I was a huge Cole fan of that. That was that, that. That was made like the warm up era. That's when I got to college. Yep. Right when that was coming <laughs> out. So, so yeah, man. Like yeah, that. I mean, if that. I think that brings you up to to at least like college word no i mean it's now i'm reminiscing too because i was at those shows it's funny you know what i mean i remember kendrick came too but i didn't go that was 2011 yeah i think that was that was right around when he good came kid twice. Mad kitty dropped mm-hmm. i said good kid mad kitty yeah good you did kid, say mad city good kid <laughs> mad kitty yeah hey man you gotta watch out out yeah, there man <laughs> good kid <laughs> mad kitty yeah um so then post-college, you know, because you didn't start WTF till after college, right? Mm-hmm. This is after. That was uh, 2015. So I, I graduated 2014, 
the idea of WTF was like spawned in 2015 in a car after open mic. Word. And then it became a business in 2017. Yeah, because I was going to say it's it's obviously a creative endeavor, but I would imagine for you it's more of a business endeavor. It's, it's turning into that now that it like it's I started a business only because I knew independence was the way. So that was like me. I didn't know how to run a business. I didn't know any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And as I started getting close this year, we turned five. Nice. As I, right, I was about to say that, that's like a, that's a moment because like that's as I got closer to five, like in years three to so essentially since twenty twenty, that's when they started hitting me like, no, this is a business. I wasn't even speaking on it as a business when I like went out to business events. It was hard True. for me to like interpret. It. I went up there and rapped. Yeah, because you're like, a creative. It's person like, I don't know yourself. how to like tell y'all yeah. anything about the business. Yeah, um, I don't even know what the business is. I just know it's doing something. It's a brand more than anything mm-hmm. right now. Um, but. 2020 to 2022 was like people were telling me yo businesses don't even make it to five years you're doing something yeah so it became like let me figure out what i'm doing at least like let me was it the pandemic that kind of forced you to like focus on it or i would say like struck so through college i was a part of uh and i am still part of it five beta sigma fraternity Mm -hmm. um it's my frat shout out to the blues yeah Yeah. um that's where I learned a lot of like organizational structure because okay. that that organization it, most fraternities are run like businesses um, in sororities Greek life um, so like you're having weekly chapter meetings mm-hmm. you're you're checking in you're planning events you're you're doing a lot of like you're paying dues too yeah there's like real business behind yep. it so I learned a lot of that I was the secretary for all the years I was there um, I did other roles too but I was really keen on making sure things were organized in our notes um, and that became like one of my biggest skills with WTF like um, having structure, having real meetings that we can discuss these things in a structured way that we know uh, how we can um, be accountable for it too so we actually keep moving forward and not just keep talking about things. That's something like as creatives we kind of get lost in having so many ideas and don't keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. So that actually helped me um, to think about business in that way. Um, so like it, it became let me figure out business Um around so yeah 2020 was the slowdown period i guess what 2020 did we we led into the the year of 2020 like with the team and knowing exactly like how we're coming because by 2018 i was like really i quit my job in 2017 so 2018 was like my first full year as an entrepreneur and really pushing wtf as well as my music and everything at once and I didn't know fully what I was doing, but I saved up a little money and was like, let me just bank on myself and see what I can do. Um, so I started off the year 2018, dropping a song a week, um, doing at least one event a month, and photography was paying my bills. So it was like, I was pooped out by the middle of the year and about ready to, to drop WTF as a whole business where I wrote one of my favorite songs now, Aesthetic. So that is the other side of it. I don't want to ever put out this idea of like, oh, entrepreneurship is yeah. everything's great. Yeah. Like, nah, like I, I There's hated struggles. myself. You know what I'm saying? I hated everything. I wanted to, to stop it all. So Word. that you have to go through that too. But by 2019, after going through that trial and then building the team, going into 2020 was like, we know what we're doing. Then the pandemic happened. And what that did was it made everyone have to live how I had been living since 2017. Mm. I was already a hermit. I was already realizing I can make all my money from my crib. I only have to come out to do fun things if I want to. Yep. So like my whole team had to like get on my schedule. So if I'm waking up and doing meditations on IG live, shout out to anybody that was around for that, that era, 10 weeks straight. We did that Monday through Friday at 9am. Hell yeah. Um, 
that became the team schedule. And then it became anybody that could tune in schedule. Then it became, all right, y'all want to jump on a call at 12 and just go over something? Yeah. We started, yeah, we really, like we were saying earlier. Yeah, exactly. It became like, let's build each other right now. Let's build something. Uh, so I would definitely say that made sense, but I wasn't really surrounded by business mind, so it was still more of a creative endeavor. Um, I think the next year is when um, I started really thinking like, oh, I can, I started really thinking about at least the financial side of what I'm doing. Like, I had put so much money and life into it and not really considered, as long as I could survive, I wasn't tripping. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't thinking about how do I make it build? Um, how do how I do start I grow like yeah how do actually I, uh, profiting off this shit yeah so which at the end of the day is the ultimate goal of a business yeah right? why you started if it's not making yeah. money so so yeah with that in mind it became okay how how do like I have so much stock if I already have people and crazy thing is and this is like business knowledge from that world the the business landscape is changing the idea that like every business is shifting around having a community. Like, places like Publix and all that, they already kind of had that. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, if you go to Publix, you go to Publix. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're loyal. Target, you go to Target. Yeah. There's, that's the new culture of business now. The business minds who didn't care about community before, just money, mm-hmm. they're now realizing telling stories. They're realizing having, uh, that's why all the commercials are the workers talking about their experiences outside of work and why they love working there. Like, that's the shift now. Because everything is about community, my business was founded on that. True. You know what I mean? So it's like it's it's been a shift trying to learn how to make money because it was built on barter. Mm-hmm. But now it's like kind of if I can raise everybody else to understanding business and realizing that is the that is the foundation level. You should not not have a business. Yeah. Foundation is have a business. Yeah. So now if all my friends are here, now we can operate in the same barter system but now it's exchange of like money and services and mm-hmm. goods for real so like that's been the shift and I think to have figured out in the first five years bro I see 500 now you know what I mean like I Hell see yeah. I see how to make it become a thing you know I mean? dynasty Hell yeah yeah so yeah it's still, it's still in it's still in in the works but like the team is inspired like I have people that are learning skills that have never done these things before and if they're learning it if I could trust you as a person and believe that you're at least open-minded to learn, I'll trust you before going to the person that is more established but a little bit more stush and stand yeah. off. It's just like, no, nah, I need I to work with somebody personally. I trust. Yeah, yeah exactly. like, even if Even if I don't know you, if I can, if I can know <laughs> yeah. you, it's like... It's different. Yeah, it's like, nah, let's do it then. Because a couple of my more recent business partners, like literally over this last like week, are people that I just met really a couple weeks ago, but I've figured out how to. True. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm seeing people's spirit and it's like, okay. And with now understanding paperwork and understanding that paperwork isn't bad. It's like, let's just sign it. So we know we're, yeah. we're good. Well, like, yeah, that I'm, type of stuff is a shift in mindset for me for real. Cause I don't like paperwork. <laughs> I don't like that. I'm, I'm so much of a, my word matters. When I say some shit, I do it. Even if I don't want to, that shit happens. So it's like I'm not used to. I just got used to the fact that like that's not that's a, not a normal human people, operation. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, and it's unfortunate that it's not because I'm in the same boat as you, where I had to learn the hard way. Like, oh, this isn't just the standard for human beings. <laughs> like, people don't just do things that they say they're going to do. Right. And you get let down a lot. You know what I mean? You go through a lot of bullshit, but it's good that you found you know the brain trust, like we were saying, people. On the same level, like-minded, you can see eye to eye. You can trust them. You can rely on them to do what they say they're going to do and do it well. 
yep. you know, people who show up every time, even if you don't feel good. Literally this morning, I, I'm not going to say I almost called this off, but like I did just didn't, wasn't feeling myself I, this I morning. That, you know what I'm felt, saying? I felt like that. I felt like, yo, something might happen with the three o'clock. But, but all I had it. to do, go get, a, go get a good exercise in. You know what I mean? I had to go to the gym, bro. Bruh. Got my shit going, came back, phone That's 10 key. times better, bro. That's a key. One of my classmates that graduated Divergent U with me, shout out to Ariana, she has a, a company called Hello Trauma. And what she discusses is how, like, we believe trauma is like a mental thing. Mm-hmm. So we do a lot of thinking. It's mm-hmm. all this thinking. Overthinking. All this, yeah. And that's what it's at. That's where it's at. But really, trauma is stored in your body. Trauma yeah, is you gotta get in your that muscles. Shit out. So just like, like the fucking gun that we just, the Theragun, bro. Yeah, there, yeah. Theragun. 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 <laughs> I mean, massages. Yeah, we're getting blasted. Oh, I even, I just recently started, like, getting more massages and going to the chiropractor. Uh, even shit like that, I mean, outside of exercise. They say chiropractor is actually more, like, go to the chiropractor before, the, I've never done that, but go to the chiropractor before the massage, because, like, get the bones in order before you. I mean, I, I had never been to the chiropractor before, I want to say last year is when I started going. Oh, so you had a hell of a crack. Bro. I've never, I haven't done it yet, so I'm, I'm waiting to see what mine is. Well, it's, like. so, it's not like these crazy social media videos ago <laughs> where they fucking take a hammer and slam it into someone's back. <laughs> but I will say, I mean, almost every time I go, she gets like a couple good cracks out of my shit. And ever since I've been going, I've had back pain my whole life. My mom's had back surgery. Like, it's, it's a thing. Right. But since I've started going, my back pain has definitely like subsided yeah. quite a bit to the point where it's at least manageable now. It's like grounding you. Yeah. And I mean, I also fucking sit all day at work and shit. I play drums. That's the life so that like they're sitting yeah, a lot. It's not great for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Got to go reconnect. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You're right. Get out, get out and walk on something with your bare feet, man. And not not gravel. Yeah. Yeah. Dirt. Sand. I mean, barefoot on anything, I'm a huge fan of. I was watching some doc where they were saying, like, when you travel, one of the best things you can do is essentially put your bare feet on the new land that you just arrived to, especially right. if it's a different fucking continent or some shit like that. Mm. But it's just, like, to reconnect yourself to this new land that you're now yeah. on kind of thing, you know? It's pretty I'm here. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. exactly. Let's fucking connect with each other real quick. You know, when you travel to the West Coast, your sleep schedules get off and all that. Allegedly, right. that can help you. I don't know if that's I true. have heard that, too. I have heard that if you put... And I didn't do it when I went to L.A., but I did hear that. Um, and I flew overnight, so I didn't have to deal with the whole sleep jet lag plane. thing. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I did hear that if you if you actually go and ground yourself in that area, um, it'll, like, shift your brain back. Help you a little bit, right? Because yeah. your body's used to East Coast time. And then yeah. you go over there. Three hours behind your body. Yo, what the fuck? Like, what? I flew back in time? Did I just time travel? <laughs> literally? Yeah, I mean, yeah, literally. It's actually time travel. Think about it, Rook. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last airbender <laughs> NFT video. Oh, yeah. Last, <laughs> last brain, last bender. brain bender. Fault, Yeah, fault, man. Shout out. Yo, I haven't had I haven't had anybody bring up the videos. And it's dope because like, I've really been on some like hiatus, like not around for real. So it's cool to see what people have like paid attention to and me not being around no i mean that stuck out to me for multiple reasons Uh. a it being an nft video b i think at that point like you said you hadn't put out any music in a while because i've been following you for quite some time now yeah we've been around the scene um but i remember that was because that was what a year two years ago now that was 2021 that was like yeah. kind of the in the during the height of NFT and all that stuff. I don't know how yeah, involved I was just, you still I would, are. I had just been start started studying it in like January that year. Okay, so. word. And I dropped that video maybe like July. Um. So two things I wanted to ask you about the video, Rook. 
<laughs> Told you, man. She's a part of the yeah, show she brought, now. Yeah, brought the, brought the toy here. Like, yo, can we please play? Um, I wanted to ask you, A, how how did you how did you like dealing with the whole like NF, NFT process with the setup and the kind of behind the scenes stuff? Because I know one of the other homies that I had on the show a while back was he's releasing all his music as, as NFTs now. And even after talking to him, bro, like I'm still a little confused, but I want to understand it more. So I didn't, I didn't actually release that as an NFT. Okay. Yeah, I I put it up as part of my exploration. I wanted to draw the people that that knew that world because I was okay. studying. And truth being told, even today, because I'm definitely a little bit, a lot more studied in it now. Um, I actually have a friend that, like, he does it. That's his thing. He teaches people uh, the NFT world as well. Okay. Um. So I do understand it now, but yeah, at the time I was just wanting to explore, but even today it's still a wild west. So what you don't understand is probably not a bad thing. It's just that it's so open that you can make it whatever you want. True. That's really what it is. True. Um, so if he's releasing his music as NFT, think about it like this. The NFT world is... I actually have one of his NFTs. And I, yeah, I got I got my first NFT like a couple, like two, three months ago maybe. Nice. So it, it's, it's, think of it as a, a specialty world. It's just like a, a niche world. So it's not about trying to convert the 99% of people that don't know what that is yet mm-hmm. to NFTs. It's how do you do something in that community Reach for that community to, uh, to deal with you because they want to operate in the NFT space. No, you, and you're 100% right. Um because I know, shouts to Louis C. Rhymes. I know he's released songs and videos as NFTs. So the NFT I have of his, I can show it to you. Yeah, because I need to. I do want to figure that out, and I I was wondering if I like messed up my my the the value of it by putting it up. Um, but come to find out, no, that doesn't matter. It's still my content, just yeah, like people are putting. I don't up, think uh, that matters so much. But basically, his NFTs. It's called the Hip Hop Heads, right? And he has mm-hmm. a bunch of different characters that. Um, are a part it's like each one's a different little thing right so when that's my NFT and it comes with it's supposed to come with the sound bite it's not playing right now but basically like that character alone the laser shooting out and all that stuff that's a unique NFT that only I have mm-hmm. but then it also has the sound it has something attached to it too the sound bite it's a clip of one of his songs yeah, from yeah. the album that was like the NFT album and stuff so I thought it was super dope and innovative. There's I guess so many things you can do. Yeah, with it, bro. I'm still and, trying to like wrap my mind. And it's around just it. remembering that you're serving the NFT audience, not vice versa. True. You're getting it to the people that want to collect things that way. So and make, I guess you got to make a unique. And just, uh, I mean, anything is unique, really. You draw a scribble, and that's your thing. True. So really, <laughs> it's it's just anything that's yours, but it is one making it cool, and then two making it something that people want to invest in. So Word. if you have fans, if you have people that want to support you, you creating the NFT is how you f- serve your fans that are into NFTs. Yeah, true. Versus the other way around. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean. Because, yeah, that, it's it's a fun world that I'm I'm still exploring. I'm trying to learn more. Uh, I want to get into, like, uh, NFT entry and, and coin entry into events and stuff like that. I want to, like, really dive into that world because it's just a different side. You know? Well, so do you do you still plan on releasing that video as an NFT? Yeah, I want to release everything I do okay. as as some Cause, yeah, kind you, of because it's all content. Exactly, that's so what I'm not? learning too. You can just like re-release all your shit, but now it's an NFT, and you can add a little special character like that or whatever. It's all, it's all about your stock and value as a as an artist or figure. Like, yeah, if you can build 
like if people believe in what you are and what you're doing, they'll support that too. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's just like building something that people can that 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 they want to invest in. They see the value in it. Yeah. No, I mean you're absolutely right. Um, and then I mean just the the visual itself is fucking <laughs> yeah, you, super trippy, bro. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely my kind of shit, and obviously hippie hideout. So yeah, no that was my, that was my first know? like that was me really tapping into like. I was calling it King Hippie at the time. That was me tapping into that that vibe. That's when I started calling myself Viva La Pain. Word. It was uh, I was just turning thirty. I just turned thirty right okay. before um, that video came out. Um, yeah, and that was also my first trip. I had my first um, shroom trip, like real serious. Right before that, on, on my birthday. Okay. Um, and come to find out, like, and I shot that video hella time before that, but um, I seen the video in my trip. Word. Yeah, as it's like already uploaded on YouTube, waiting to be released. It's like it was crazy. <laughs> you had the visualization. Yeah, while before and granted, I didn't create it either. Like I, I was in it, but mm. the guy that shot it is the one that went back Did and just made all this. Yeah. Like I told him what I wanted, and he just like took it crazy at me all around planets and all other stuff. No, but, it was super trippy, and I was gonna ask if it was psychedelic influence. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the whole goal. It was like it was, it was in the space of like. Space. It was in like, <laughs> it was like yeah, a, a brain like brain travel for real. I had just watched Last Airbender for the first time Word. too, so like Last a lot of that Bender. influence was there. I did a lot of studying in twenty twenty, like human brain life studying, habit building, that like it exposed me to a lot. And that video and that song even was just like um, just ex- exploration of where you could exist if you um tap out of the everyday hoopla sometimes yeah well that's one of my favorite parts about shrooms is the ego death bro yeah. just like realizing a lot of this shit that you're worried about in the day-to-day not that it doesn't matter but like it shouldn't be weighing on you that heavy mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like it's not all that is was there any big um you say that was your first so you like microdose before that or something you said that was like your first yeah, bird, I had, big yeah trip? i had microdose like once or once it might have been twice but i think it was just once Word. oh no it was oh, it was definitely twice yeah did you have any big like realizations epiphanies oh yeah 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 yeah. that's i rebirthed and not only like it was also in alignment with my my saturn my saturn's return like on your 30th birthday so it was like and i I just i just talked about this on puns podcast shout out to puns yeah like this is dope (laughs) i'm just popping off at the other homie spot (laughs) uh but nah like yeah that the my 30th birthday, and I dropped a song called Bossy. That's the one that he mm-hmm. posted today. Yep. Um, With, like, the Pixar. Yeah, the Boss Baby. Yeah. Uh, I had it recreated. To, yeah, that shit's fire. <laughs> um, and it was, thank you, bro. Thank you. And it was, like, that was a rebirth because of the ego death and because of all that. Like, that had already been my journey. 27 through 30, to me, I already kind of was aware. It's, like, a, a weird shadowy period of, like, letting go of everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, at the point of that video dropping and then me dropping that single a couple of days after it it was me realizing like it was the the airbender or the brainbender video was the realization mm-hmm. it was the trip of oh shit this ain't what it is mm-hmm. so i'm in this other space uh bossy was me coming back to it and realizing this is the full realization i can exist in this life as my baby self which is very like open to everything and not i don't have these traumas weighing on me you mean like spiritually 
Like uh, physically as a baby. And, and granted, spiritually too. But the idea of like when you're zero to four before school, before mm-hmm. you have all these other outside influences, you're, you're living just like a free life. Yeah, like the uh even if your parents are broke, your dependence on them is so justified that you don't feel it. True. So you're literally just capable of everything. Yeah. That you can exist there. Tapping still. back into that. Yeah. So like thirty for me was okay, I went through all of this shit. I okay. I, I know. And I I had the one of the biggest things happen to me at a younger age with losing my mother. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm thirty now and like if I learned that that couldn't hold me back, like what really can hold me back? Like why carry my trauma as like this proud like boulder mm-hmm. i don't need to do that um so is the idea of like starting over from a child's perspective but with the experience of the 30 year old Word. so my traumas are there and i'm aware of them but i'm not and i'm able to look at them at from the baby's perspective versus my trauma has control over me no i mean i think i see what you're saying and we use the term ego death so much but i think wrapped up in that also includes you know the opening of the third eye the shifting of your perception of the world that's that was one of my favorite parts about shrooms i mean i've done them plenty of times now and i've had multiple like significant trips but every time something changes always where it's like damn i never thought about that like yeah. and it's, it's it could be the most obvious shit but um and it's usually simple cuz that's all it, it is it's like we shifting life your perspective itself. Yeah. You really everything that's what a baby. Yeah. It's like if you can speak in a way that a baby can understand or a child at that age can understand, that's the best form of communication. Because that's the yeah. simplest form of people understanding you. So it's like that's where I wanna stay. Like Mr. Rogers was a baby still. Michael Jackson was Word. a baby still. Word. Kanye is still a baby. <laughs> like that's I what see I'm what talking about. Like they're still tapped into like the world is wonderful even though all this shit is fucked up yeah the world is wonderful we can build and create and make it different like that's that's where i'm at bro like not cynical i mean again that i think that is wrapped into the ego death like i guess that's just the term that's been stamped on that whole Mm -hmm. psychedelic feeling yeah and i mean at the end of the day ego is also part of you but i do think in in the sense of like ascending you have to get because your ego is third dimensional so it's like, it's the only thing separating you from realizing that we're the same. Yeah. Well, and that, the, the unity of not only us humans, but everything. Yeah. A, and oh, when I say you are the same, I'm talking about spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like literally, I'm talking to myself. Yeah. Right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. Like we drew each other to this, to this moment <laughs> type of shit. So like that, yeah, that's the only thing. Ego is the only thing separating that. Word. You know, it's, it's, it's a part of your experience. We chose to come here and experience life. So you want to enjoy your ego a little bit, but connectivity, I think, is still the mission. Reconnectivity. Reconnectivity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you need to talk to Butter, bro. I've been trying to get him on the shroomies for oh. a minute now. <laughs> I ain't going to convince nobody because the thing is, you send somebody into something they don't want, you're just like a bad I know, experience. I know. So I'm not going to convince you, but Butter, if you ever want to, you got people that are like, I've been trying to tell him like you're ready, dude. You don't know you're ready, but you are ready. Yeah, I believe so. He and he's been doing a lot of like (laughs) shout out to Butter Man. He's been doing a lot of good spiritual. No, absolutely, and that's why I keep telling him like I'm like, bro, you're ready. It's a different a different experience than what you're used to, but you're fucking ready, man. But yeah, I mean, that was really all the questions I had for you, man. Did you want to plug anything? You got some new shit coming. 
Mm, everything y'all sh- shit Viva La Pain the whole season the actual season of Viva La Pain is coming um, very like liberation driven very like shirt off very like <laughs> Bob Marley um, very Tupac very like not against the society but understanding that we, we can't destroy the society revolutionary shit yeah we gotta like we gotta we gotta make we gotta start society here first so like that's where I'm starting with everybody. Um, so yeah, a lot's coming. Uh, Mirror, Mirror. As far as music, Mirror is my latest single, uh, September that dropped. Uh, very proud of that song. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play the song before. Oh yeah, that's you a know bit. what I mean. That's a bit before our chat. Yeah, Mirror, Mirror is definitely the the vibe right now. Um, the whole song is about facing yourself. Oh yeah. So um, it's something that everybody should resonate with if you're ready like at this point i think the universe is saying grow come on human yeah. beings evolve because yeah. it's time for us to yeah, be level one c- civilization now like let's up. get there um so I, I you know i think it's something that's going to help all of my music everything i'm doing um create creatively is about waking people up in that that sense so uh yeah, shout out to that song Glenn. aria the the master shout out to aria mastering they oh yeah i they saw that me on your story yeah they hit me up like a few days ago like yo you've been you because i tagged them in my drops I always put like Mastered by yeah. So I guess they started Paying attention But he was like Yo you've been dropping A lot of content You mind if we do a feature on you It's like yeah I do not mind yeah, thank, <laughs> thank you That's beautiful I support any company That cares about Their, their Yeah you obviously lines. Appreciate their yeah, services and, Yeah Yeah so that's That's dope Um, So yeah Mirror 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 We shooting I just shot two different videos To it in the same day So right. like I'm only Marketing that For the next couple months Probably uh, but come 2023, just know it's a lot happening. Like yeah. it's it's so much happening from WTF to to the Naked Eye to Viva La Pain to the whole team, the the music group. I think this is for, I'm gonna just say it here, Hidden Hippies music group is like a new thing. Like yeah, shout out, you know what I'm saying, right there. Uh, the whole squad is coming. Like it's a it's everybody it's everybody's time to break free, for real. So uh, like, yeah, I'm just trying to I'm leading the charge, but I don't I, I think I've killed my ego enough to not. Uh, be afraid of the leader part of it because I don't want to get I don't want to become egomaniac leader I don't want to lead in that sense I just want to lead people to being their own leader you know what I mean well there's uh, you might have seen it going around my homie just sent it to me yesterday and I've seen it before it's a video of like a big pack of dogs Hmm. and it's in some cold climate right so it's like Siberia something like that it's a frozen pond and there's just one hole where they can drink water from and the, the moral of the video is a boss versus a leader. Hmm. So the first fucking dog is like wolf looking. He's drinking from the shit and he won't let anyone else come up to it. He's growling at him when they come up like, I'm the boss. So then this other dog sees that. He kind of walks over to another area, breaks a bigger hole in, invites all the other. Everyone's drinking now. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, A, dog to the shit. B, <laughs> I just like the whole message from the video, yeah, you know? Yeah, like man lead I, with my biggest thing right now is people are having excess like when when 90 when there's a lot of people in this world that don't have bareness like the bare necessities mm-hmm. a lot of people have like so much excess that they're not even thinking about helping yeah and i've had too a, focused on self. a lot of people that don't have anything that are doing a lot for a lot of people and it's like i'm just trying to find that balance bro well, it's crazy because they say some of the poorest countries have, like, the happiest people. You just find joy in these simple pleasures. You don't need, like, an Apple Watch and all this fucking crazy shit. You're like, I got food, I got my family, and I have, you know, a roof that 
keeps the rain that's off. That's usually you. the top three things. <laughs> yeah, like, like, that's really what you need to live. <laughs> you don't really need any of this other stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. We we put responsibilities on ourselves that we didn't have to stress about, and it's like then you start saying it's necessary, but it's really not. Yeah, it's a luxury. Say, I don't need any of this. Yeah, so that's an absolute yeah. fact, man. On that note. We're going to wrap up episode 83. 83. We got a little saying here at the K Podcast, man. Stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy, and stay fucking tuned, baby. Y'all like all of those. <laughs> Yo, stay sexy. That shit's fly. You know what I'm saying? Busting out Rick James. Well, tell people where they can find you at, too. Yo, you can find me everywhere at I-A-M-P-V-Y-N-E. That's I am pain. Don't get tripped up by the, the V. It's an, it's an A <laughs> upside down. That's all. Uh, shout out to my mom. Um, and other than that, you can find WTF Movement at WTF MVMT. Uh, that's everything else. That's the community. Um, so tap in either way. Like we here worldwide. We out here. She. Don't have to go home, just can't stay here, I right?